Okay, we're holding in Maseches Rosh Hashanah test. It's the, the last of the Mishnayas in Rosh Hashanah. And uh, it's, it's a complex Mishnah, and the Halakha departs a little bit from the Mishnah. But we're going to talk about how you blow shofar. What's Takiyah shofar? How does it sound? Takiyah, Truatiyah, Takiyah, the shofarim business we'll have to get to. It's a complex Mishnah, frankly, but but um, by the end, including the extra stuff I need to add with the Gemara, hopefully you'll understand why we do what we do, and it's it really it's, it's good, it's fascinating, but you got to pay attention. You know, it's going to get complex. Okay, so first, just a bit of background. The the Torah simply says that you should blow the shofar. It calls the the it, it calls Rosh Hashanah. The day of, of Zichron Trua Mikra Kodesh, a day of recalling the Trua, the, the blasting of the shofar. Not the word Takiyah doesn't show up anywhere in the Torah. The word is Trua. It's a Zichron Trua, a remembrance of Trua blowing, holy convocation. And it says also that's that's what it says um, in Emor, and then in Parshat Pinchas it says Yom Trua Yelachem, a day of Trua, a day of shofar blowing, <coughs> Trua shofar blowing. Okay, so. That's all it says. It doesn't say how much, how many times, and so on. So that's, there's some limudim that come out. So first of all, um, there's the Gezerah Shava that connects Rosh Hashanah to Yovel. Both when it refers to Rosh Hashanah and when it refers to Yovel in the Pesukim, it says, it calls it B'chodesh Hashvi in the seventh month. That's referring to Tishrei, the seventh month. And therefore the Lachas from Rosh, Chodesh, Rosh Hashanah excuse me, and Yovel are going to be um, inter, interlinked exegetically. We saw that the Rambam learns that so definitively that he even, if you remember that we pointed out that in the Mishnah, it sounds like no one should hold that you have to have a kapuf by the Yovel, yet the Rambam, a bent curved shofar by Yovel, and yet the Rambam says anyways, Yovel is exactly like Rosh Hashanah in every way. So that's, that's number one. They're connected. So therefore, if once you have Rosh Hashanah and Yovel, the 50th year where you mitzvah to blow the shofar, those are two days you have mitzvahs to blow shofar. They're connected. So it comes out then that you've got three times the Torah mentioning of the word trua. One is in uh, Parshas Amor, it's a zichron trua mikra kodesh. Zichron trua, that's the first one, that's Rosh Hashanah. Then in Parshas Pinchas it says, Yom trua yelechem, a day of trua, blastings, that's number two. And then in Yovel it says, Vavarta shofar trua, that's number three. V'chodesh ashvi, that's the word chodesh ashvi that we use in the Gezer Shava. V'esel chodesh on the tenth of the month. V'yom kipurim, the blowing that you do on the Yovel year happens on Yom Kippur. Ta'aviru shor b'chol artachem, and the word ta'aviru and v'avarta is understood to mean like a. It means you'll blast it. I guess it's referring to a simple blast. <coughs> so. You've had three times to mention the word Trua in the Torah, twice by Rosh Hashanah, once by Yovel. They're connected by Gezer Shava, and therefore you have a total of three Truas demanded by the Torah. Just three Truas so far. Now, on top of that, they darshan the fact that it said in the Pasuk, in the Pasuk referring to, to uh, the Yovel, Vaha'avarta, Shofar Trua, you should blast with Ha'avara, like which is a reference before to a long blast. And again, it mentions at the end of the Pasuk, on the day of Kippur, you will blast it. Shofar Bechol Artsachem. So it comes out then that you have a, a, a Ha'avara before and a Ha'avara afterward, after the word Trua. So Darshan, that means that when you blow each of these three Truas, it has to be preceded and 
succeeded before and after by a single blast, a pashat blast. Ha'avara is a lashon in the pasuk. We call it a takia. So now you're going to have what come out then to being three sets of shofar blowings required. Each one will the centerpiece, if you will, is the trua, and it's flanked before and afterwards by a takia. For a total now, you make a cheshbon of a mere three time, three sets of three blasts. For a total of nine. Done. So you blow nine, and you should be done on a derisa level. That's it. That's step one. Okay. Um, that's a derisa, and that really the truth is that's the Mishnah is going to leave off with that essentially. Everything else will at the end of the Mishnah in a number of minutes when we get there. I'll revisit how do we get to 100. It's a long way from 9. Okay, but one thing at a time. So that's the, but the door I say you have these nine blasts, Takiya, Shrua Takiya, three times. Those three blasts are Keneged, Malchuyos, Shofros, uh, Zichronos and Shofros, the three themes of the day. So three sets for these three things, and Zeozeo. Okay, that's the background. Now, the mission itself is a little complex. There's, there's, first, we're going to have, we're going to define the sets, pretty much as I just said to you. Then we're going to define what a takia is. Then we're going to define what a trua is. And there's a machlokas we're shown in there. So we'll get there. And then there's going to be some various halachas about, about uh, blowing shofar. Actually, three separate issues. There'll be a question about if the, the last, you know, the, the, the takia you blow after the trua and let's say the first set, if you do, do it doubly long, can that count as the First takia of the second set. That will be question A of the the three miscellaneous questions at the end. Question B will be um, what happens if you didn't have a shofar when you're davening musaf? We saw already in Mishnah Hay that you blow the shofar in the middle of the musaf and for for machuyos zechonos and shofros. So what if you don't have a shofar at the time? What do you do then? And the third question is going to be um, almost unrelated in large part, talking about the shliach tzibur davening, can he be motzi everybody or only people who are experts? Excuse me, can he be motzi everyone or only people who can't daven for themselves and need to daven for them? And that really will apply not to Rosh Hashanah, but also to all the days of the year. So that's where we're going. Okay, now, so far so good. Now, Mishatess begins. It says, Seder tekiyos shalosh. The, this, let's call them, the translated is sets. The number of sets of tekiyah blowing literally means the order of the, the blowing, but we'll take there, the number of sets that you need to blow when you blow the shofar is shalosh, are three. Three sets, like we described. Shel shalosh, shalosh. And each of those three sets need to have three blasts. A takiyah, a trua, and a takiyah. Three times. That's it. Total of nine. End the story. That's part one. We define what t- the sets are. And number two, what's a takiyah? So she or takiyah, the... <coughs> The size of a tekiah blast <coughs> is kashalosh truos. It's three times the length of a trua. Now, this is misleading. The Gemara explains what what it, what, it, what this means is that the if it's hard to see the words that the length of the three tekiahs that proceed, that initiate each of the three sets are of equal length to the three truas that are the centerpiece of each of the three sets. I know it's hard to see the words, but that's like more learns it. Which then means, if three truas is the same length as three tekiyos, what that means then, what it means then is that the length of a tekiyah is the same as the length of a trua. 
So I know that the Mishnah says, Shir Tekiah Kshelosh Truos. Sounds like, therefore, Tekiah is three times as long. But don't be fooled. That's what it means. It means that the length of a Tekiah is the same as the length of a Trua. Now, in other words, if... I know what you want. <laughs> well, I, I know. The Mishnah, there's like many... But that's, that's how the Gemara learns it means. So, but now I want to explain to you what it means. When we say Trua... So I know, you know, my kids came over with this great song from school, which I think is a great song. It goes, Tekiya Tut, Shivarim Tut, Tut, Tarua Tut, 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 I like that song. I rely on myself sometimes to figure out which is which. Thank you very much. So, Tekiya Tut, I mean the one blast. Then, Shivarim Tut, 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 three blasts. And Tarua, then nine blasts. We'll get back to that in a minute. But whether we learn, whether we're talking about... Takiyah, as we're used to referring to it as being the nine little blasts, right? Or we'll see that not, not so much necessarily, but anyways, what we call now true and nine little blasts, what it's saying is the amount of time it takes to blow those nine little blasts is the same amount of time as it should take to blow one takiyah. So that's, that's what it means. So put it a different way, whether a takiyah, uh, sorry, whether a terua is three blasts, I know we call it shvaram, we'll get there, but you know, there's no mention of shvaram anywhere. You'll see there's no mention of shvaram anywhere in the Mishnah, so we'll get there. Or whether a, a, a trua is nine blasts, the point is, a trua is really one blast, just broken up into segments. That's the conceptual use of it. In other words, there's, whether you call it a takiyah is a single blast without any breaks, and a trua really is a single, I don't know, the words are going here, but it's a, it's a single blast broken up into nine or perhaps three pieces. <coughs> you, you understand? So one of the nine is not is not or is not a a trua. It's a nothing. It's a trua is one blast that consists of uh, let's call it nine notes for lack, lack of a, a better term. You follow what I'm saying? The point is the all nine together is one trua. And the Mishnah here is saying with the Gemara's explanation that the amount of time it takes to blow a single trua, whether it's nine or whether it's three, is going to be the amount of same time it takes to blow a single takia. A single blast. One just without breaks, one has breaks. Fine. That's that. Now, part three. Define now trua. Sheer trua. How long is a trua? Kishalosh yavavos. It's a length of three yavavos. What's a yavava? Okay, that's a good question. Now, Rashi learns that a yavava is an arbitrarily short sound. It's like a very short I guess more or less short as you as short as you want it to be, as short as you can make it. Short as, a de minimis amount, the minimum amount, whatever. Right, whatever. A cold shoe. Any amount you can do. No length. Yavava is like a there must anyway musician there must be a word in music for like No, no, that's not the word I mean though. There must be a word in music for like a like a, a de minimisly short sound. What is that? I don't know what it is. Whatever but that's whatever the whatever the technical term for it is, I'm not a musician. No, staccato is the way you play it. Bang, 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 bang. But the, like, whatever, okay, whatever that whatever that thing is called, whatever that thing is called. So, so um, that that's how Rosh learns the Yavava. Like a arbitrarily small, a kol as small as you want to make it. It's like bang, bang, bang. So therefore, three bang, bang, bangs is enough to be considered one true. It says Rashi. Now, the. That's that. Now it's going to get a little confusing because number three is going to start flying around every which way. So keep track of things. According to everyone else besides Rashi, the 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 length of what, what a yivava is is the length of time it takes to make three arbitrarily short sounds, like bang bang bang, three times is the amount of is the amount of 
time is is what uh, trua is. So that's really the shemari. Exactly. Exactly. Now, what's going to end up happening is that it's going to get more complex than even than meets the eye here. But anyway, on this point, we'll revisit the halakha in a second. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins Lachachila, we should go like the other Rishonim, not like Rashi, or the Bidiyavdi Yotz like Rashi. And therefore, this the Trua of the Mishnah that we're referring to, if we learn like those Rishonim, we do Paskins them Lachachila, is what we call Shavarim, ironically. Okay? Three, nine very short bangs. Blasts, whatever the word is. Okay, so that's, that's right. So now we're just looking at it again inside. See the words. Shior Trua, the length of of a trua is kishaloshi vavos. It's three times, and according to everyone else, Paskin, besides Rashi, three times, three very short sounds. You should know that there are people who are mahadra and chauffeur blowers who actually then will make their shavaram sound like instead of being nine staccato blasts, that's the staccato there, they'll make it three sets of three, like bang bang bang, bang bang bang, bang bang bang, because really it's, it's three sets of three for a total of nine. But nine. Blast that comprise together a single trua. Yeah, we're together. I think yeah. if you would translate Yavava, they would understand why that became the Shvari. Yavava is a cry. <laughs> but, I guess, but that becomes the. Mo- yeah, okay. So that, if we're not like that, good. Fine. Fine. Good, good, good. If it's not going to agree, how can you make this like a triplet? Oh. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like, that would be. That's not. <coughs> right. So I don't know if that... Yeah, correct. So some people are try to blow sh- to, um, shavarim, what we call shavarim like that. I think m- most people are accustomed to just going banging out nine in a single, you know, uniform way. But anyways, I'm just pointing out to you conceptually that's what the hit would be like for that. Okay, so then we're good so far. We've got the machlokas floating around there, but don't get too bogged down by that because that machlokas isn't really what... That machlokas, the Rashi and everyone else's machlokas is not really what's going on in terms of our different kinds of shavar versus true and blowing so don't get too bogged down with that it just I'm explaining the Mishnah so I'm telling you that's a machlokas for Shonam on the Mishnah but that's not that machlokas we're not trying to cover both of those sheets both Rashi and the other Rishonim in terms of how we blow our different shofros we're going to go like the other Rishonim and do nine fine okay now um, fine so I'll revisit in a minute at the end of the Mishnah Bez Hashem how we get Tar HaLachlamai. So let me continue the mission now, because now the fourth part of the mission discuss these three issues, these kind of miscellaneous questions. Then, then we'll do a Sikum and go back to how we get to 100 blasts. Okay? So the mission continues on. Taka Barishona. What happens if you, you blew in the end of the first set? Barishona here means the first set, but the, the third of the three blasts, the first set, meaning that, that's a Kia. Umashach Bashnia Kishtayim. And you continued on into, like, so to speak, into the second set as if a length of tekiah blast, length of two tekios. So your hope is that number the third blast, which is the tekiah, goes or each, each of the three sets is tekiah, true tekiah. So that third tekiah you made as a that third thing, which is the second tekiah of the of the set, you made doubly long, hoping it will be the not only the, the ending tekiah of set one, but also the beginning leading tekiah of set two. That's what you're trying to achieve. It doesn't work. You only have one tekiah in your hands, meaning that a tekiah requires a start and a stop. So if you didn't stop in the middle, then it can't count as a tekiah. It's just one long tekiah, not two tekiahs doubled up. So you're not guilty. It doesn't work. That's din one. It doesn't work. Okay, now issue number two in the Mishnah. Misha Berach. A person 
who blessed. This is referring to the Shleich Tzibur, who davens from the Amud, like we saw in Mishnah and he is supposed to enter... Remember, we saw each of those three things. We had, like, Paschal Akiva. We said that the there's nine brachas, the usual three in the beginning, the usual three at the end, and the middle three. We had Kedushas Ayom, plus Shofar. Then we had also... I'm oh, sorry, Machuyos. Then we had Zechonos and Shofros. So you took K in each of those three sets. So what happens if you couldn't? Because you didn't. Misha Beirach, the person who led the davening. It says Beirach, but it means like what we call Mispalel, the person who led the blessing, but said those brachas. And he didn't have a shofar at the time, so they couldn't do Musaf with the shofar. But then when they're davening Musaf, and they're finished davening Musaf and everything's over, Vacharkach, then Mana Lo Shofar. Then he happens upon a shofar. So now after, it's all, the davening's finished, but now the shofar's arrived. So what do you do? Is it too late? You missed your chance to be tokea with the davening? The answer is no. Tokea umeria tokea. You have to. Maria is the verb for making a trua. So you do the tokea Maria tokea, what we call tokea trua tokea. Shalosh pamim. Do three sets of three, and you'll be good. So that will be yotir derai sachiv, and you'll even conceptually be covering the three sets: one set for the machuyos, one set for the shofros, a zechronos, one group for the shofros. Fine. That's that. So you know, it's not disconnecting. You don't need a shofar in order to... don't need Mustaf in order to be yotzi or shofar blowing. Okay, now, issue number three. This is talking about the shleich tzibur being motzi, the group. Keshem sheshleich tzibur chayev. Just as, according to the Tanakam here, the Chachamim, just as the shleich tzibur has his own chayev to daven. He's like davening. Kach kol yachid yachid chayev. So too, every individual has an obligation to daven shmona esrei in the normal way in Rosh Hashanah. Like what we're used to, like everyone does. Okay? So, in other words, if you know how to daven, you have to daven. You can't rely on the Shleich Tzibor. You're called what's called a, a baki in halacha. If you have a baki, means you're a pro. You know what you're doing, and therefore, if you have bakiut, I don't know, proficiency, pro proficiency in, in uh, davening, so you can't rely on the Shleich Tzibor to do it for you, you have to do it yourself. That's the Tanakam of the Chacham. And Rabban Gamliel Omer, Rabban Gamliel disagrees, and he says, Shleich Tzibor, Motzi, Esa Rabban, the Shleich Tzibor can. Motzi, he's Motzi again, he can fulfill the obligation of everyone else. Um, of their obligations, whether or not they're able to daven on their own. doesn't matter if they're a bucky. Either way, the Shaliyah Tzibur can be Motzi them. The Gemara says that uh, they have a bit of a discussion further on. If that's the case, and what's this, if, that's, if it's true, says Chacham to Rabban Gamliel, then why would you need to have the silent Shmonesrei? Just let the Shliach Tzibur daven and Zeh So the answer is, that's to give time to the, to the Shliach Tzibur to prepare himself to make sure he gets it right. In any case, that halacha I will speak of first, now that we finish the Mishnah. The halacha is, we paskin like the Chachamim, that a person if who's considered a Baki can't be yotzi with someone else's davening. That's the din. Um, and therefore you shouldn't rely you, you can't Bizman is there we're all considered I guess we're all considered Bikim because we have Tzidurim you can't really go wrong so therefore you can't rely on the Shleich Tzibur to emote you for davening um, but we actually are Mako when it comes to the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah to also really you can also rely on Rabban Gamelin as much as since it's such a long and unfamiliar davening like maybe no one's really like everyone's Bikim is sort of in question therefore the Shliach Tzibur can, and they should have a mind, to be multi-people, the Chiyav on, uh, on Rosh Hashanah when it comes to Musaf. Okay, now, that's the Mishnah, but now we've got to go back and get to the, we're going to get back to the Halach a little bit about how we get to the 100 chauffeur blasts that we do on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so, 
First of all, okay, step one, we said that there's going to be a total of three sets. We just said this already. Of tzkia, true tzkia. Fine. That gives us the nine blasts. And we said l'charchila, and we're not going back on this, we're going to go like the other Rishonim besides Rashi, that a, a truer sound is nine, nine sounds. Nine sounds. So that means that before any other fancy footwork, according to the Mishnah and how we paskin, you simply have to make a total of, of nine blasts, three sets of three for a total of nine. That would go to Kia, and then what we call Shavarim, nine blasts, and then to Kia. Three times, and you're done. Fine, that's all the Mishnah said, and then you should be done with that. We call it Shavarim, but it would be called, it would, what the Mishnah refers to as Kia. That's all good. However, the Gemara brings a Brisa, and the Brisa disagrees with our Mishnah. The Brisa says that the, the Shior of a Trua, the length of a Trua, isn't Shalosh Yavavos, like it is at our Mishnah, but it's Shalosh, shalosh Shavarim. It's three Shavarim. That's the first time we've seen the word Shavarim anywhere. I don't know if I mentioned it because we call it an art from Shavarim. But it's saying that the length of a, of a Takiyah is not nine, let's learn like those Rishonim, but it's just three Shavarim. And how long, is a sh- how, long is a, how long are Shavarim? Shavarim are longer, they're not just arbitrarily short, like uh, the Yavavo we define, it's not, not this, this, the truest sound that we're talking about to now, it's, but it's not as long as a Takiyah, it's something in the middle which we're used to. So therefore, it's going to come out according to the Brisa that, that to blow with Zakiya means blowing the length of three Shavarim. Each shvar, each Shever is really small. Now you see where the word Shavarim is coming in to talk about the smaller notes. And therefore, according to the Brisa, the Yot, the Doraisa, what you would do is you would blow Zakiya and then what we call Trua, bang, 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 three medium length blasts. We and call that Shavarim. Uh, the smaller one. Yeah, sorry, 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 correct, sorry, sorry, correct. We would, exactly, I'm sorry. Well, we would, exactly. So we would, we would blow, according to this Brisa, we would blow what we call, what we call Shvarim, and what this is calling Shvarim, three medium-sized blasts flanked on each side by a Tukiya for a total of, total of nine still, but it'll be one long one, three medium, and then one long. Okay, so now you've got a buffalo. Is right. Well, we're right. So okay, so the the is really defining what a trua is. That's why it's a lot of I don't want to get stuck down in the bogged down in the words too much because they're confusing as you see. They confuse myself here. But the the we're arguing what the word the meaning of trua means. Okay, so according to the the Mishnah seen the light of how we paskin and the other Rishonim besides Rashi, it's going to be nine short sounds, and according to the Brisa, it's three medium sounds. Okay? Now, it's because of that Brisa we're afraid of, and that's going to add, add to, the, to the number of blasts we make. But then, there's a third suffix in the Gemara, which is maybe the true we need to make is a combination of both the very short sounds the nine very short sounds and the three medium sounds. Okay? So, therefore, Rav Va'al was Masakin that we should do all the above. We're going to do all the above, which is how we, in practice, do it. So what happens is, when we blow our shofar, when we say the brach in the beginning, before Musa starts, we're going to now blow three sets, like we described, three different ways. 
So each of the three sets, a total of nine. It's going to bring us up, I would say, 27, because three times nine is 27. But don't forget that since one of the three opinions is that it includes both the nine and the three blasts, that's an extra three. So bring us a total of 30 blasts. 30, right? 30 blasts. If it's just a shvarm or just a trua in the middle, so it'll be a total of three times three is nine. And if it's a shvarm and a trua together, then it'll be... That'll, that'll, that'll be four blasts, and three of those makes 12. Okay, so, yeah, so 9 plus 9 plus 12 gets us all the way to 30. Okay, so, therefore, the way we blast in practice is we do, first we'll do three sets where it goes Tekiya, Shvarim, Shvarim Trua, Shvarim hyphen Trua, let's call it, Shvarim Trua, Tekiya, and then, then again, Tekiya, Shvarim Trua, Tekiya, and then again, Tekiya, Shvarim Trua, Tekiya, three times for a total of I guess that works out to being uh, twelve. No, it works out to being twelve. Twelve lines, right? Right? Twelve, right? Now, then after that, so and that ironically is like the like the most unlikely, if you will, of the possibilities. So that's just the third opinion that Suffolk that we're afraid of. And then the, the next last we'll do is we will see the Bryce's version that what we call what we call. We, well, the first thing we do is that Suffolk, maybe it's both. We want to have both. So, why the so, so, so and we'll, even why the Suffolk before? So the Ritva says, the Chuva, we're going to go from the least to most. We're going from the, we're working our way up the hill. So that's why the first set of three, the first set of three, which happens to be 12 blasts, we we'll go with that most, let's call it the most unlikely, which is the Tkia, Shvarim Trua Tkia, three times. Then we'll do the Bryce's version, which will be Tkia, Shvarim Tkia, Three times, and then we'll do to be yotze the Mishnah's shita tkiya trua tkiya. Now you add that all together, you get a total of thirty. Thirty. Very good. Now that's that. And then the mina goes. So now we've that's the doraisa according. The version was the shvarim. No, the Mishnah. No, the Mishnah's version is the well, what we today call trua. Right, trua, because we're going, we're saying what we call trua is the, is the Mishnah's trua, and we're afraid that we're going like the Rishonim that it's nine. Yeah? So, now, so after those 30 blasts, your Yotzi, your Mitzvah Doraisa, whether you're going like the Mishnah, or the Braisa, or that Suffolk that Ravah was afraid of. Fine. Now, the Minag has become, there are a number of Minhagim, but I think the most common Minag. The most common minhag is the minhag that the shlah brings down. There are other minhagim, okay? Which, that, in addition to those original 30 blasts, we're also going to blow um, three sets at each, in the Musaf service of, when we mentioned Malchios, and then Zerchonos and Shofros. So then each time that happens, we'll do the same set. It'll be, and it really, instead of doing, like we did in the same order, the same, just one of each, instead of three of each, we did before we started. So it'll be Tkia Shvarm Trua Tkia, then Tkia Shvarm Tkia, then Tkia Trua Tkia, for a total of ten. Right? That'll be, we'll do, so that ten we'll do three times in the Musaf service, once by Machuyos, once by Zichronos, and once by Shofros. So now you got, that adds up to thirty in the, before we started, three times ten, or again thirty in the middle of Musaf, bring us a total of sixty. That really should be done. Okay, we're done, we're done even with the Menagam and so on. However, there's become what's become more or less a universal minug, I don't know, widespread minug, to get up to 100 blasts. The reason why for that is because um, in Shoftim, Perak, hey, Devorah, the, the 
the Shofetes defeated Sisera. And when Sisera was, def- and when they went out to war, so Sisera's mother back home didn't know what happened to Sisera, and she was afraid that she was crying for him. Maybe he died, or whatever. Maybe bad things happened. And, and they consoled her, ironically, by assuring her, don't worry, I'm sure he won, and he's you know, stolen everything from the Jews, and he's got lots of women for the soldiers. And she was consoled by that. So, in total, she made, uh, the, the, she made 101 groans, 101 cries. Okay? So since the Jewish conception of, of I don't know what, consolation, <laughs> is, is the exact opposite of Sisera's sick mother, that she'd be consoled by the fact that her son is plundering and raping women. So um, we kind of counteract those 100 cries requesting mercy, but we also ask Hashem for 100 cries of mer- with, uh, mercy with 100 cries of the shofar. She had 101, but the Gemara says, well, she had 101, but one of the 101 actually was like legitimate pain, so that we're not going to, we don't need, that's, you know, of a good kind. That one we don't have to, it's a mother, she's a mother after all. So that we don't have to counteract, but the other 100, we have to, you know, put on the other side of the scale, so therefore, we're going to have, we're going to blow a total of, the minigots blow 100 tekiahs altogether. Now, if we did 60 already, we're left with 40 more to go. So they're different from exactly when the last 40 go. It's either before or after it's Kabul, the last Kaddish at the end of Musaf, and some have minigots doing some before and some afterwards. Fine. So, um, that being the case, you have another 40, and it's the same story again. Essentially, you'll have 30, like we did the initial 30, right? In the, in the opening, three sets of three of each three ways. And then again, we'll do one set of 10, like each of the one sets of 10 to give us a total of 100. Fine. There's only one last detail, which is there's a Tekiah Gedola floating around in there. What's that all about? The Tekiah Gedola is at the end of each set of, of, set of three, we want to have a Tekiah Gedola, a, a lengthened Tekiah, to mark that it's like it's that it's ending and um, it's like re- recalling the fact just the same way that when things end like when Hashem left Harsinai like there was an extended blast so it's like to mark the end of it there's an extended blast so each of the each of the sets of three the last tekiah which is like what's called number let's call we'll call I don't know the last tekiah of the third set of three <coughs> you do a tekiah each time and that's how we get to the blowing that we do today okay